Rule 6 in the song books, and after that, 38, what we'll see in other songs. Where did Dan disappear to? I was asked to pray uh, this evening. Uh, <coughs> Chuck got a hold of me and, and uh, wanted us to lift up Jennifer Smoke in prayer. Uh, Jennifer has been uh, going through chemo and uh, really having a tough time with the treatment. But at 6.30 this evening, they baptized her in Jesus' name. Yeah. Uh, in Winnipeg. But he said, pray for her. And I said, yes, we'll pray for her. We'll pray that the Holy Ghost will descend upon her and she be filled with the Holy Ghost. Amen. Jennifer Smoke. The other person is uh, Steve Gilmore uh, from Chautauqua, Kansas, but what these, uh, I believe it's his brother-in-law. Reggie Ashes. And Reggie Ashes. And of course there's several others. Uh, pray for Dalbert, pray for my mother Hazel, Pray for several others. Brother Gordon Alexander. Let's pray for Brother Gordon Alexander. All these people need a touch of God and they need, amen, miracle, salvation, healing. So let's join together right now. Let's bind together in the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you again for this opportunity. Lord, for the privilege it is, O oh God, to call upon your name, to humble ourselves, Lord, to you, O oh God. And Father, as we come together, Lord, we pray that you administer, Lord, unto us, O oh God, and minister unto those, Lord, that we have, amen, lifted up before you, Lord. We pray, God, for Jennifer Smoke, Lord. We pray for salvation. We pray for healing, O oh God, for her body. Amen, Lord. For, amen, Lord. Brother Alexander, Lord, we pray for him, Lord. Amen, God. Brother Fillmore, Lord, we pray that your hand will be upon him, Lord, and all those, Lord, in Chautauqua, Lord, who are going through this, oh God, at this time. Amen, Lord. So many others, Lord, that we're lifting up. Reggie Ashes, oh Lord. Mighty God, in Jesus' name, Lord. We pray for all those, O oh Lord, who need a touch of your spirit, Lord, all those, God. Lord, that you administer salvation, Lord. But Dalbert, Lord, and my mother Hazel, God, all those, Lord, that we have been praying for, Lord, in our families, our friends, our relatives, O oh God. We pray, Lord, that you, O oh Father, would reach down, Lord, that you would touch, O oh God, and that you would save, that you would heal, that you would deliver, O oh God. We stand upon your word, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for your promises, O oh God. Put your hand upon us, Lord, this evening. God, I pray, Lord, that we come, O oh Lord, with our ears, Lord, that we can hear, O oh God, and our eyes, Lord, open that we can see, Lord, and our hearts, O oh God, that we can be converted unto you. 
We pray for the ministry of your word, Lord. Bless these two brethren, Lord, tonight. Use them for your, for your glory, O oh God. Quicken them, O oh Lord, and let them speak, O oh God, for you, O oh Lord. Bind us together that we can be of one mind, O oh Lord. Lift us up, O oh God, in your presence. We can abide with you, Lord, in those heavenly places. Amen, Lord. And we carefully give you the praise and the glory and the honor, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Let everybody say amen. Oh, I... 
Oh, I'm speaking. 
You can be seated if you want to. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All right. Good to see everybody here. Amen. Good to be in the house of God, even on a Friday night. Amen. Amen. Uh, I don't know if any of you were aware of this. Uh, yeah, Sunday evening after church. After uh, services, I guess uh, we were still in fellowship here, but uh, I'm going to call him Brother Jonathan. Mm. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Sister Tracy, they left here and uh, they went over to Casey's to get some snacks and, and drinks, and, and when they arrived there, Jonathan said, uh, he said he was feeling, still feeling the effects of the service that evening. And uh, he said that feeling just kind of followed him, followed both of them. And when they went to go stop at the Casey's and they were getting ready to go in, he said all of a sudden he just felt it come on him. And him and Tracy were talking. And uh, he, he kind of motioned to her because he was feeling strange. <laughs> <laughs> He was feeling strange. And he said, uh, all of a sudden, he said, when I started talking, he said, I started speaking in another language that wasn't Lakota. <laughs> and and uh, he received the Holy Ghost. And, and so uh, I asked Tracy that they sent me a text, and, and that happened right at, and he knows the time. Because he said it happened right at 11.01 p.m. But uh, so I, I uh, they sent me a, a text and I kind of said okay, <laughs> okay, we'll see. But when they came the next morning, uh, of course I gave them another Bible study before they left. Four hours of Bible study. But uh, <clears throat> he 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 uh, told me everything that happened to it and then he started to cry and so I knew what, what he felt. What he did was. He did receive the Holy Ghost, and he did speak in tongues. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Sister Tracy, so I asked Sister Tracy, because Tracy's, she's been around it, and she knows, and she said, yes, he did, he spoke in tongues. And she said, it came out, and, and, and uh, he said, this was his reaction to it. He said he didn't know what to think about it, because it, it made him, he said, I felt, he said, not afraid, afraid, he said, but I felt, uh, the only way he can explain it was I felt fear, godly fear, mm -hmm. because I've never experienced that before, but it happened. So Amen. I told him, I said, that's, the, that's the Lord. So, long story short, uh, pray for him. 
because obviously he's going to, he's he's going to make some changes in his life. He knows he needs to make some changes and several things that he has to do back here in Rapid City. And uh, uh, <clears throat> he is, and I, and I told him, I said, I felt impressed to tell him, I said, uh, when you get back, because he said he wanted to tell some of his, uh, the people that he's connected to with the Trinity Lutheran Church back there. <laughs> And I, and I told him, I said, well, I'm just letting you know some of them probably won't receive your testimony. So just be aware of that. Some of them aren't going to rejoice because they're going to say that you don't need that. I said, but you know what it's like. Right. Amen. That's right. So uh, he said, yeah, he said, I'm aware of that. He said, I, I already told one person I was, one of my uh, colleagues, uh, and uh, he, he corrected what he was calling me, I don't know if any of you heard him in service that evening, I went and called me Father Harold. Mm -hmm. Wow, I showed him scripture. Call no man father yeah. on earth. There's one, one, of your, one of your father, which is heaven. So he said, I didn't realize that. And so he says, you mean all these years they've been lying to me? It didn't sit well with him, I guess. He just <clears throat> but he said he's amazed at what God's doing. So here's the other part of it. He's got a congregation up there, and I don't know how many people in this congregation, from what it sounds, he's got quite a few people there. Uh, I think Tracy said they average around 60 people. I know some of them, majority of them are Native Americans, and the other part are mixed, and uh, and he's been he's been witnessing to his brother. I don't know if it's his blood brother or if it's just a you know a brother that he knows uh, through the through the fellowship over there. <clears throat> but he said, uh, I told him I was coming down here to get baptized in Jesus' name. He said I told him about our experience in, in the church and, and everything about the church down there. He said, and and a lot of them are natives, so they said, are they real Indians there? He said, he said yes, they are. He said the same skin color. He said, everything. He said, they're on fire for God, and they when they when they worship God, they really get down and they get down to business. They worship God. They even dance. So that's kind of uh, made an impact on some of those people there. So here's the thing. He said, I wouldn't be surprised if some of them want to follow. My example and come and be water baptized in Jesus' name too. Amen. So uh, what they're what they're praying about doing is they're they're praying about bringing a bus down, and they're going to bring a group down to be in service with us so they can experience for themselves. So that's what that's what they're hoping Amen. to do. So pray for that. And, uh, he feels the need to to really get himself grounded in the Word and. I know he's, he's, he's struggling with certain things that he's, how would I say, he's been obligated to take care of some responsibilities. But I told him, I said, you know, uh, the Lord could change that all for, for you. I said, if you're, if you're coming to the knowledge of the truth, I said, that could change and you might be released from some of your obligations. 
And so he, he said, well, if, I, if that happens, he said, I'm, he said, I want to come and I want to learn, I want to grow, and uh, I want God in my life. So, so pray for, for, for Brother Jonathan. And pray for that. Amen. And, uh, thank you, Lord. So, uh, God is doing the work. Amen. God is doing the work. There's so much happening. I mean, not just uh, not just here, but all over. So pray for that. Pray for that. Um, God moves in ways that we can't even imagine. We, we don't even. We have an idea, but a lot of times it's not what we think. Right. And the Lord is doing that. So, so anyway, I, I just I wanted to share that with you because I need everybody to help help him pray, and uh, so God will make a way for him. And Sister Tracy, Sister Tracy is moving down here this coming month in in May. So uh, pray for her so um, she can get down here and get everything. Find a place and everything, so pray for her. Amen. So God is good, isn't he? Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. I'm glad I'm here in his house. In his house. Praise God. And then we have Brother uh, Kevin and Brother Sinaway tonight that is going to speak to us tonight. Share with us tonight. Hallelujah. So <clears throat> I've been I've been blessed by what everybody's been uh, speaking to us about. I know that I know they get kind of nervous and I and you know and I, I don't want to say preaching to us, but I'll say speak because they feel a little comfortable that way. But it's gonna develop into preaching. And you, when you feel the anointing and you feel that burden and you feel that inspiration, it's like what Jeremiah said, it's like fire shut up in my bones. Yeah. You can't help but let that fire burn. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. Release. Release that heat. Praise God. I know what that's like. I can tell you already, I can feel it up here already. Yeah. I know God is here. So without any further delay, I'm going to hand the service over to whoever wants to be first. Remember, you have 30 minutes. You have 30 minutes. So whoever wants to be first, come on up and amen. said, yep, I do get nervous. Um, since yesterday and then all day today, I've been you know, thinking on the Lord. And, you know, um, he says not to lean on our own understanding, but, you know, all our ways acknowledge him, he'll direct our paths. You know? And so I was listening to music, you know, praising him, and, you know, our thoughts kind of, you know, we kind of think too hard or think, you know, too hard about certain things or whatever, but, um, 
we were listening to this song and I shared it with Sister Marquita and Sister Liz and uh, it, it, it really touched me, you know. Before that, I was all like, you know, kind of nervous or whatever. And I started listening to that and man, it's a, it's a song to get down to, that's for sure. Right. But the thing about it was I started crying like I felt the power of God and I was like, wow, amen, Lord, thank you for your comfort, thank you for coming on the scene, you know. You know my heart, you know my mind, you know what we've got to do, me and Brother Kevin. So I, I thanked him for that, you know, because that, that joy, you know, that joy unspeakable. Yeah. It was awesome. So I just thank him for that, always being there with us, you know, giving us that comfort, that assurance and whatnot. And same with the worship tonight, more witness to, you know, what we're going to speak on. So that was awesome. Uh, I'm excited, but uh, I just thank him for everything he's done in my life where he's brought me from. If it wasn't for him, you know, I wouldn't be here right now. He's, he's awesome. He's amazing. I want to give honor to the ministry, to our pastor, his wife. And, uh, thank him for the opportunity and all the Lord has done in their lives and what they, their convictions and them following God as they do. Um, a lot of people in the world are other, you know, uh, bodies might say that it's strict, but that's a good thing. Yeah. You know, we're soldiers for Christ. You know? Amen. Uh, soldiers in the world, they got to be strict or else they can't get the job done. So I'm glad that they've been faithful to God. And, you know, they're, they're strict, if you want to say, you know. And that's awesome. It's only going to better us. It's only going to help us. Amen. So, yeah. Um, the topic is Jubilee. Uh, Jubilee. And uh, I don't want to waste any more time. We only have 30 minutes. I don't want to go whole hour like last time so if anybody wants to uh, you know raise up like five minutes or whatever we'll see how this goes I don't know I didn't time myself or anything I just you know wrote it all down so we'll see what happens but uh, Jubilee the year of Jubilee came every 50th year it was the releasing of the Hebrews and their slavery and debts would be forgiven the Hebrews were able to start the next year with a clean slate, and that year was ded dedicated to rest. So, if we go to Leviticus 23, 23 through 32. <coughs> Everyone there? Amen. Amen. It says, And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel, saying, In the seventh month, in the first day of the month, shall ye have a Sabbath, a memorial blowing of trumpets and holy convocation. Ye shall do no servile work therein, but ye shall offer an offering made by fire unto the Lord. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Also on the tenth day of this seventh month there shall be a day of atonement. It shall be in holy convocation unto you, and ye shall afflict your souls and offer an offering made by fire unto the Lord. And ye shall do no work in that same day, for it is a day of atonement, to make an atonement for you before the Lord your God. For whatsoever soul it be that shall not be afflicted in that same day, he shall be cut off from among his people. And whatsoever soul it be that doeth any work in that same day, the same soul will I destroy from among his people. Ye shall do no manner of work, it shall be a statute forever throughout your generations and all your dwellings. 
it shall be unto you a Sabbath of rest, and ye shall afflict your souls. In the ninth day of the month, at even, from even unto even, shall ye celebrate your Sabbath. And then we'll go over to chapter 25, 8 through 13. It says, And thou shalt number seven Sabbaths of years unto thee, seven times seven years in the space of the seven Sabbaths of years shall be unto thee forty and nine years. Then shalt thou cause the trumpet of the jubilee to sound on the tenth day of the seventh month. In the day of atonement shall you make the trumpet sound throughout all your land. And ye shall hollow the fifteenth year, or fiftieth year, and proclaim liberty throughout all the land unto the inhabitants thereof. It shall be a jubilee unto you, and ye shall return every man unto his possession, and ye shall return every man unto his family. A jubilee shall that fiftieth year be unto you, Ye shall not sow, neither reap that which groweth of itself in it, nor gather the grapes in it of thy vine undressed. For it is the jubilee. It shall be holy unto you. Ye shall eat the increase thereof out of the field. In the year of this jubilee, ye shall return every man unto his possession. Amen. All that is a type of uh, the sin. In order for them to get that liberty and that freedom, they had to make an offering. A burnt offering unto God. And they had to make that atonement with that blood. You know, it says, uh, without blood shed, there can be no remission of sins. And that's in Hebrews 9.22. Um, and this, back then in the Old Testament, they had to make those uh, sacrifices and burnt offerings every year to take care of that sin problem. Um, but now, in this dispensation, in these days, in the New Testament, uh, all that wasn't good enough. So the Lord came in the flesh, and he came to take care of that. Um, something needs to be done once and for all. Jesus came for us as the ultimate sacrifice. And we'll go to Luke 4, 18 through 19. He hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. Amen. That's what he came to do. And further down he says, And he began to say unto them, This day is the scripture fulfilled. That is amazing. That is awesome. Those sacrifices and they weren't sufficient. But he's come for us uh, to die, uh, to come. Uh, let's go to 1 Corinthians 15, 1 through 4. It says, Moreover, brethren, I declare unto you the gospel which I preached unto you, which also ye have received, and wherein ye stand, by which also ye are saved, if ye keep in memory what I preached unto you, unless ye have believed in vain. For I delivered unto you first of all that which I also delivered, received, how that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures, and that he was buried, and that he rose again the third day according to the scriptures. 
Amen. Yeah. He did that because he had no sin. He had that divine blood. Yeah. He, he was that sufficient sacrifice. Yeah. He knew that he knew we needed him yeah. when we were in our sin. Uh, when we were in the world, we all we were all born into this world in sin. You know, uh, I was born in uh, iniquity and sin to my mother conceived me. That's what Scripture says. So he knew that, and he needed to do something. Let's go to Hebrews ten one through seventeen. shadow of good things to come and not the very image of the things connected with those sacrifices which they offered year by year continually make the comers thereunto perfect. For then would they not have ceased to be offered because that the worshippers once heard should have had no more conscience of sins. But in those sacrifices there is a remembrance again made of sins every year. For it is not possible that the blood of bulls and of goats should take away sins. Wherefore, when he cometh into the world, he saith, Sacrifice and offering thou wouldest not, but a body hast thou prepared me. And burnt offerings and sacrifices for sin thou hast had no pleasure. Then said I, Lo, I come, in the volume of which the book is written of me, to do thy will, O God. Above when he said, Sacrifice and offering and burnt offerings and offering for sin thou wouldest not, neither hadst pleasure therein, which are offered by the law. Then said he, Lo, I come to do thy will, O God. He taketh away the first, that he may establish the, establish the second. By the which will we are sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once for all. And every priest standeth daily ministering, offering oftentimes the same sacrifices which can never take away sins. But this man, after he had offered one sacrifice for sins forever, sat down on the right hand of God. He sat down in power. From henceforth, expecting till his enemies be made his footstool. For by one offering he hath perfected forever them that are sanctified. Whereof the Holy Ghost also is a witness to us. For after that he had said before, This is the covenant that I will make with them after those days, saith the Lord. I will put my laws into their hearts and in their hand. minds will I write them. And their sins and iniquities, iniquities will I rem remember no more. Wow. That says it right there. For it is not possible that the blood of bulls and of goats should take away sins. So he came himself. Wow. That is something. Because no one in this world would have done that. Um, no one would have died for us, you know, uh, went through all what he went through. And I'm so glad he did what he did. Amen. God is good. Hallelujah. Wow. Could you imagine doing burnt offerings and sacrifices every year just to, you know, be right with the Lord? And if you miss that, you were pretty much done for. Man. Wow. We are in a an awesome dispensation of time. Wow. I'm so glad because It's amazing. So let's see. So before we knew God, we were a sinner. We were living in sin. 
And like I said, I quoted Psalms 51.5. Um, sin brings death, so that's why we need to we need a savior and to obey the New Testament Jubilee. Let's go to Romans 6.23. <clears throat> says, for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. That's what happens when we sin. The, the wages is death. That's why we need a Savior. That's why we need to obey the gospel. It's his death, burial, and resurrection what he came to do. We got to do that by repenting, turning away from our sin, not going back to it, making a what do, they, what do they call that in the military? About face. There you go. We got to do that in our lives. And then don't, you know, don't remember that. Don't look back to that. If we do, we're going to fall. So we need to keep on going. We need to repent. We need to be baptized in Jesus' name. There's power in that name and in that blood because it's divine blood. With that blood, there will be remission of all your sins. They'll be washed away. And I believe we'll be get going to that here. Um, that's what happened on the day of Pentecost. Those 120 believers, I believe it was. Uh, and Pentecost literally means 50. So that's awesome right there. <laughs> Just like Jubilee back in the Old Testament. And that is the new Jubilee. If you know, but, you know? um, so if you, if you want to go there, we'll read about it. Acts 2, 1 through 4. When the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as a fire, and sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost, and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Wow. We can only imagine what it was like then. Could you? Wow. Like, cloven tongues like as a fire sat upon each of them. I, can't, I mean, you can't imagine. You try to, but it's like, wow, until it happens. Yeah. But, uh, That's right. Wow. Could you imagine the, the joy they felt? I mean, we know how that felt because it happens today. We went through what they went through. You know, getting filled with the Holy Ghost. It's joy unspeakable. You know? like, uh, pastor said that fire shut up in your bones. It's, it's, you can't but let it out and let it go. Um, and it's awesome. Let's see here. So in that, when we get that, we were sinners before, and when we come to, when we, if we don't want sin in our lives, we need to do what they did, and Peter preached it. He preached it in Acts 2, 38 and 39. Mm -hmm. He said, uh, then P Peter said unto them, repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. For the promises unto you and to your children and to all that are far off, even as many as the Lord our God, God shall call. That's what it takes. There's no other way. That's the only way to salvation. And I know when I was in sin, I was blind. I was deceived. I thought I was doing, you know, just the normal thing that we all do. 
but little did I know there was something greater ahead of me. Um, I used to, I was talking to Brother Jake and uh, Brother Alex the other night, and uh, the conversation came up, and I, and I was just sitting there thinking on the Lord and telling him, like, wow, this is so amazing what he has done in our lives. Um, I was wanting to drink, pop pills, um, do acid, uh, you name it. And that was only like 15 years old to 18, I would say. Before, you know, people, oh, you gotta be 21 to do this and that, that's to the world. But it's like, I don't care what age you are, you shouldn't be doing that. It's, it's sin, it's, it's gonna take your life down. And I'm so glad, actually, in a way I wanna put it, I'm so glad I did it then than later because God got a hold of me sooner, you know? He got a hold of me sooner, you know? I did it sooner than later, or I didn't do it, you know, I didn't keep on doing it because God, he knows where we're at and he's gonna come and he's gonna minister to us and visit us and he's gonna get a hold of us. You know, it's him that finds us, we don't find him. We, Pastor always says it, we weren't thinking about him, but he was thinking about us when he died on the cross. Um, I believe there's a song I was listening to, to today and. Uh, um, well, actually, I was thinking about it. It wasn't a song. It just came to my mind. It's like, when we pray, we pray for people. You know, we know their names and whatnot. Could you imagine when he was in the garden? He knew every one of us before the foundations of the world. He did that for those back then, this present time, and in the future, he died for every soul. And could you imagine if he was praying, praying for, what, two hours? And I imagine him speaking every name like that would be something you know like or just going through and just seeing our facing we're at seeing us sitting here so you know his humanity didn't want to do it but i could only imagine him thinking of us knowing us and said no i gotta do this to give them hope and he did i'm so glad he did or else we would be in a devil's house we would have no hope we have hope right now and that's a beautiful thing if we don't want to have sin, we want to, and we want a clean slate, we're going to have to do that. Be baptized in Jesus' name, filled with the Holy Ghost. It's the only way. Let's go to 2 Corinthians 5.17. And when we do that, wow, I remember when I was baptized... After I was baptized, I felt like a feather. Jeez, like, I felt awesome. I felt amazing. Like those drugs and that that drinking. Like back then, I thought that was the best thing. I tried to go to parties as young as I was, but man, that does not compare. Nothing compares to being baptized in Jesus. I can I can say that, and all of us can say that, you know. But it says. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. That can be for you. That, that happened to us. That can be for you guys. All those listening or wherever you at, you can be a new creature in Christ. If you're tired of your, your life, it, it, it takes being sick and tired of being sick and tired. Pastor said it before. Um, it's going to do a world of a difference for us, you know. Um, he gives us that joy. He gives us that peace. He's the Prince of Peace. Mm -hmm. People look for peace. They look for different things, you know, in their heart to try to fill that void. But 
nothing in this world can fill it like Jesus can. Yeah, right. You know, he gives you the fruit of the spirit, that love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, all that. It's it's amazing. There's no way, once you get baptized and filled with the Holy Ghost, there's no way you want to go back. And it, there's no way I want to, and I don't want to because how, how good God has been, what he did at Calvary. <gasps> can't take that for granted, you know? That was a big thing for him to be at what he did for us, dying for us. No one would do that for us. So with it, but, and if you, if you think, oh, salvation isn't for me, or I can't, no, you can. It's just the enemy. Satan comes to steal, to kill, and destroy, but Jesus has come to give us life and more abundantly. We gotta, you know, just look to God. He'll take care of you. But without salvation, it's it's an important thing, you know. Um, let's go to John 3, 1 through 7. It says, There was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. The same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God, for no man can do these miracles that thou doest except God be with him. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus saith unto him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I said unto thee, ye must be born again. Mm -hmm. He didn't say you can't if you want. Or you, he said you must. Mm -hmm. We need to be born. And born of water and spirit. Born of water is being baptized in Jesus. And a lot of people say, oh, believe him in your heart, if you accept him in your heart, you're going to be saved, you're going to be alright. Um, when I'm driving, you know, that comes on the radio with that, those Christian stations or whatever, and, uh, they always bring that up and it's like, I want to call in and, you know, you know, talk to him, but that's that zeal and whatnot. You know, I don't, but uh, it's much more than that, you know, and people are so deceived by that, uh, by these false prophets in the world. And, and if they would only look in the scripture for themselves or you know, Amen. not just hear something from someone. Oh, okay, you know, that's, that's a dangerous thing. Not only on their part, but on those guys ministering to that because their blood will be upon their hands. Not only their own blood, but theirs. And that's a dangerous place to be. So I'm so glad I know the truth. So, born of water and of spirit, and you must be born again. And when we are, when you do take that step of faith in believing and obeying the gospel, obeying what Jesus did for you, we just need a we need to live holy and godly. It's not, oh, I'm saved, you know, I've done all those things. Now I'm gonna go back into the world, do what I want to do. No. Once saved, always saved doesn't exist exist. In Romans it says, uh, um, Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? God forbid. That doesn't mean that, oh, okay, yes, I did, you know, I obeyed the gospel. Now I'm going to do what I want. No, we can't be doing that. We need to live holy and godly. So let's go to Romans 6. I don't know how much time I have. Almost five minutes. All right. 
shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? God forbid. How shall we that are dead to sin live any longer therein? Know ye not that so many of us as were baptized into Jesus Christ were baptized into his death? Therefore we are buried with him by baptism unto death, that like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. For if we have been planted together in the likeness of death, we shall be also in the likeness of his resurrection. Yeah. Knowing yeah. this, that our old man is crucified with him, that the body of sin might be destroyed, that henceforth we should not serve sin. For he that is dead is freed from sin. Now if we be dead with Christ, we believe that we shall also live with him, knowing that Christ being raised from the dead dieth no more. Death hath no more dominion over him. Wow, and that's that's something too right there. Death has no more dominion over him. He conquered that death. He went to hell and he's like, all right, give me those keys. And Satan, you know, he did. He just, there's nothing he could do about it. Um, and so, what does he say? Uh, his spirit shall quicken our mortal bodies. So if we, if he overcomes death and we do these steps in salvation, we're going to overcome death. You know, he takes the sting out of death. Mm -hmm. Scripture says that people for our whole lifetime have been afraid of death. Mm -hmm. And now that we have God, we won't be. You know? right. Whether we die or live, we are the Lord. So yeah. um, don't be afraid of death when you're right. serving right. God. You have nothing to be afraid of. Right. Um, the spirit of fear yeah. is afraid. The very spirit of fear is afraid. What does Scripture say? It says, uh, um, Thou doest well, the devils believe and tremble. Mm -hmm. yes. They believe and tremble. Mm -hmm. And they try to, you know, scare us out. No, you don't need to be scared. Right. You have the spirit within you. Amen. You have God's spirit that raised up from the dead. You know, he went to hell and then he, you know, sat in power. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's amazing. That's Amen. beautiful. Amen. Five minutes? Three minutes? All right. Wow. All right. Oh, seven? Okay. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. All right, let's go to uh, uh, Romans 12, 1 and 2. So when we do live for God and we have received, you know, obeyed Acts 2, 38, uh, we need to live that holy and godly life. Romans 12, 1 and 2. says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice. They had to make all those sacrifices, you know, literal sacrifices. All we need to do is live holy, you know, be a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is our reasonable service, and not to be conformed to the world, and be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God. So that's what we got to do. A lot of people think it's hard, but the way of a transgressor is hard. Mm -hmm. So if you're transgressing, don't be trying to turn around or you know right. try to throw it on other people. It's That's you. It. Mm -hmm. You just gotta stay prayed up and read your word, and you'll yeah. be fine. Yeah. You can't be looking at others or blaming things or making petty excuses. God is good, so be good to Him and live for Him. Yeah. And if we don't, um, Luke thirteen three and five. Be quiet. 
I tell you nay, but except ye repent, ye shall all likewise perish. I tell you nay, but except ye repent, ye shall all likewise perish. It's a serious thing when you come to know God. You know, there's people that don't know God. So, but God, you know, there's going to be a day, I believe, when, you know, um, salvation shall appear to all men. There's going to be an opportunity, opportunity for them. But when we come to God, it's a serious thing because if he's saying that, to people, um, we need to be in that place with him because, um, wow, I don't want to perish. You know, once I know God and then turn away from him, that's that's scary. First Corinthians six nine through eleven. Know ye not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God? Be not deceived, neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor effeminate, nor abusers of themselves with mankind, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revelers, nor extortioners shall inherit the kingdom of God. And such were some of you, but ye are washed, but ye are sanctified, but ye are justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the Spirit of our God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Some of us were in that area. Man, I'm so glad I obeyed. I'm so glad I took, got a hold of his hand. Wow, because we would not inherit the kingdom of God. That's how serious this is. People think there's purgatory, a place where you just, you know, it's like, what? No, read your scripture. Don't believe that. Man, I'm so glad this ministry preaches the truth. I'm so glad. I'm so thankful. I'm so I just want to be that example to my wife and to my children and to all those around me. Because I don't want no one, like he says, uh, he doesn't wish that any man perish but all to come to repentance. You know, a lot of people say God is, uh, you know, evil and whatnot. No, he's not. That's just Satan lying to you. Read your word and, you know, listen to a man of God and you'll find how, how quick, how loving he is. He has that unconditional love, that agape love. He, he, he just wants good for everybody. He wants us, you know, to go with him into heaven, to, to inherit the kingdom of God. But we got to contend with the flesh, the world, and Satan. But greater is he that is in us. Amen. Amen. Two more scriptures, and I should be done. Hebrews 10, 17. This is awesome. It says, and their sins and iniquities will I remember no more. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's being baptized in Jesus' name, filled with the Holy Ghost. Yes. Mm-hmm. We would not want that. You know, in the world, you know, we do things, but it's like we get tired of these things. And it's, we look for certain things in different places, but their sins and iniquities will he remember no more. He's going to throw them out. I'm thankful that he's done that for me. And he can do that for any one of you mm-hmm. out there. Whatever you're going through, just look to God. He's there. Mm-hmm. He's a per- very present help in time of need. He's not too far from any one of us. Second right. Peter 3, 9. That will be the last scripture. <coughs> oh, yeah, I quoted that one. 
I'll read it again, though. The Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some men count slackness, but is long-suffering to usward, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Amen. Amen. This is, this gospel, this life is for everybody. Back then, um, only a certain few, like the, the priests, could go into the holiest of all. But nowadays, we can. Any one of us, whether you're black, white, whatever race you are, um, if you're good looking or not good looking, <laughs> no, Christ has made us in his image, so we're all good looking. And he says, anyway, yeah, so we all have access. There's a scripture on that. It's like neither Jew nor Greek, you know, neither bond nor free. Uh, we all have access to this salvation. Mm -hmm. I, one time we're talking to a friend of ours, and they took that scripture out of context. At the time, I was still learning. I didn't know it, so I asked pastor, but they're like, that means, you know, we can still, you know, ladies can wear pants, or, you know, it doesn't matter what we do when we live for God. That's not what that means. Um, so we, you know, talked to them about it. But now that I know what that means, it's amazing, you know. It's even more amazing than what she thought it was, you know, having access to the salvation, being able to go into the holiest of all, being prayed up in the Holy Ghost, coming to church and be, getting up to this altar. You know, everybody, whether you're a woman or a man, you know, back then it was just men. They could go so, you know, the women can go only so far and the men can go all the way. And we can all come to his presence. We can all come to his, his throne. It says, come boldly to the throne of grace. So I'm so glad we have that opportunity. I'm so glad for this life. And I think our pastor, first lady, the ministry, everybody that has been a part, it's, it's been a ride, if I want to say. It's been awesome. I, mean, I don't want to look in the rear view. I want to look in the, the right. It's, it's way bigger, as Brother Rich would always say. So that's a good you know, analogy. That's how you say it. I thank God for the opportunity to be up here and to you know, um, share. It kind of reminds me of track, uh, the nerves. Every time I would go to track, you know, I'd be really nervous or whatnot. I don't know, it just it just happened. And so when I'm up here, that happens. Um, I was definitely nervous, you know. Um, God has kind of calmed my nerves, if you want to say it, the Holy Ghost, you know. Spirit that gift within you, it, it helps, you know. I wouldn't be able to do this without Him. You know, it's all Him, it's not me. Um, before this, I was a quiet guy. I couldn't talk, I couldn't do speech class, um, I would stumble, I'd laugh, my nerves, I, my nerves were so bad, I would laugh for no reason, and people were like, why are you laughing, I was like, I don't know, <laughs> and, uh, so I'm so thankful for God, and the Holy Ghost, and for Calvary, for his blood, and for his stripes, and what he did for us, uh, um, it's, it's beautiful, today all I can cry, because of his joy, and what he has done in my life, and what he has done in your guys' life, there's nothing like it, and I want to keep on going, I want to stay see more, I want to go higher with him, you know, into those heavenly places, and I don't know what my calling specifically is, but I just want to keep on going, I just want to love him, the scripture says if you're even the doorkeeper, you know, if I'm just the usher all my life, that's okay, because I'm always in his presence, and there's nothing like his presence, I don't want to go anywhere else out of his presence, so I want to be in his presence on this earth, on this earth, so I can make it to his presence in heaven, so I want to dance with all of you when we make it, because, you know, he's coming soon, and I just want to, I want to give him a big old hug if I can. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's within us right now, but it's like, you know, 
Wow, just like we hug one another. So I love each and every one of you. Um, man, God is good uh, all the time. Amen. I just want to tell each and every one of you, I love, love all of you. And keep on going. I want to encourage you to keep on pushing, keep on going, being that light, being that example to those out there and to everybody in here, you know. So uh, let that love abound with the fruit of the Spirit abound in us. God's with you. Keep on going. Keep on fighting the good fight of faith. I love you guys. God bless you. I'll turn it over to Pastor. Thank you very much. That was very good. Thank you, Jesus. It's beautiful when you study uh, the scripture concerning this. And uh, <clears throat> of course, uh, Brother Samuel took his text out of the book of uh, Leviticus, which is the place you would probably start out when you talk about Jubilee and everything that happened during that time. Of course, the year of Jubilee was, uh, it was held every 50 years. It wasn't something that happened every year during the Feast of Tabernacles, but every 50 years. So you were definitely a blessed person if you experienced Jubilee. Amen. You would experience Jubilee one time in your life. Amen. Some people that lived a long life probably experienced it at least twice. Yeah. Wow. But you would experience it once. Mm -hmm. And of course the sensual thought when you talk about the Jubilee. The year of release. The year of release. It's beautiful how that can be applied to us and and what we our faith and our salvation, the year of release. Good question to ask yourself is release from what? Yeah. <laughs> but here's the thing. But it's anyway about the scripture out in Luke chapter 4, verse 18 and 19. And of course, that is connected to the, uh, the Jubilee, the year of release. And here's a beautiful statement about that. Jesus said when he was making mention of that prayer that he was quoting in the book of Isaiah, and he talked about the captives being set free and all this, and of course, also speaking about the year of release. You know what he said about it? He said, this is the acceptable year. Mm -hmm. The acceptable year. So it's, it's beautiful how, you know, we come to that place and of course even what it means for the church. It still has its application even in the time that we're living in right now. And the things that are going to happen. You ever notice that? The reason why I say that is because it's connected to the Feast of Tabernacles. Mm. Hallelujah. So it has a very, uh, what would I say, deep meaning a very deep meaning especially for the church yeah. praise God so I'm thankful for that amen. So, amen. amen thank you very much for that brother Sinway yes. and, uh, so now brother Kevin will take his 
Amen. Time up here. So give the Lord a hand clap. Let's go to Kevin. came to know God, you know, uh, I wasn't the, I mean, type of person that was, uh, I mean, I could be sociable, but uh, I kind of, you know, you kind of live like the, amen, how they say I'm the resident warrior, you know, but that's, that's not what being a warrior is, you know. Being a warrior is you know, taking care of, you know, living for God, taking care of your family. Amen. Um, being a good dad, amen. Mm-hmm. Doing what God wants you to do. I mean, living for God is um, a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. Many people don't see. Um, see the benefits that you get when you live for God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And from, from that, you know, I've made a good choice in my life. Mm-hmm. The best choice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Amen. 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 Um, a God that has sacrificed his own self, his own body. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, when I came to know God and heard that message, yeah, um, turned me around. Mm-hmm. Thank yep. you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Brother Sinoy said it was about faith. Yep. Um, It was uh, just made you feel um, I mean it made you know that you was on the right track. Mm-hmm. Amen. And you knew that everything that was 
going to come after that time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's going to be positive. Mm -hmm. Amen. And you realize that you wanted the world or wherever this your feet take you looking for you know happiness and to find out God comes to you and reveals himself to you and gives you that revelation of who he is um, I'm glad he's he's who he is and who he says he is Mm, amen. amen. Yes. He does not lie. <coughs> to hear the words that was preached, knowing that I was going down the street, that was, I thought, I knew I had, I thought I knew what I knew. I thought that I knew what I knew what this world had to offer, mm -hmm. but yet I didn't know at all anything. Mm -hmm. You know, God set me straight. Mm -hmm. yes. he, he knew who he was looking for. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I wasn't looking for him. Mm -hmm. I knew religion. That was about it. They never really explained a lot of things. <clears throat> but when I come to the truth, there was no, amen, how would you say, beating around the bush? Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. God let, let you know, point blank, mm -hmm. what he had to offer. much to gain to lose, you know. Yeah. You don't, you don't want to turn your back on God. God has been a blessing in my life, my family, my brothers and sisters here. I see that. But when I came in here, you know, I had a Feel the Spirit of God, you know. Yeah. Amen. Amen. <clears throat> I was thinking about um, those people that experienced Jubilee, knowing they got to be with their family for a whole year without worrying about bills, mm -hmm. got their property back. Mm -hmm.
teachers too, you know, mm -hmm. those that got saved, those that were obedient. Mm -hmm. Amen. I want to, I want to see this thing through. something for me. Mm. I just want to grow deeper and deeper in love with God and find more of the gold nuggets and gems that are in here mm. in His Word. Amen. I want to be a True worshiper. Mm -hmm. Amen. 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 To worship in spirit and truth. Mm -hmm. yeah. Amen. To get all that I can because, you know, time is short. Yeah. That's right. I mean, it would have been just thinking back, you know, from the beginning, from started going to church. And wondering what let go, you know, meant. I mean, I thought, you know, praying harder when I was at the altar, you know. But yeah, little did I know it meant get down, you know, get down yeah. and dance for God. Yeah. Praise yeah. him, lift up his name. Amen. Give God the glory, yeah. you know. Yeah. Even when but this, this flesh can get, give you. I mean, this flesh is, you know, your worst enemy. Mm -hmm. And flares up, you know. And you're just like, oh, I gotta put that thing in its place. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. But I'm just glad that God saw fit for me to be here. Yeah. And, and to experience what I've experienced. When I first came into church, I was seeking the Holy Ghost. And all of a sudden, that stinking devil, you know, whispers around and says, You're not forgiven, you know? You can't get the Holy Ghost. God don't want you. He don't care for you. Then he pops up again and says, "You committed the, the sin that hasn't been for, that the that God can't forgive you." You know, and I was seeking the Holy Ghost, and uh, that's why it's very important to read your word. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Amen. Because he comes to try to trick you out of mm -hmm. your blessing. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. To be he just slow tries to slow you down every time. Mm -hmm. You know, we are minds to race and go, you know. And allow those things to cross our minds, whatever it may be. You know. We end up building a nest and then causing the fall. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. right. yeah. <clears throat> yep. 
I have a pastor that encouraged me and told me that, you know, you know, his knowledge, he knew what was going on. He prayed for me. I felt like because I was young in the Lord, believing the lie a little bit, uh, I felt like the the pressure was on, you know, because trying to live for God, because I was believing a lie at the time. But yeah, I wanted to be there. I didn't want to leave. And and I kept on praying. And then <coughs> kept on thinking, I gotta try, I gotta try, I gotta keep on going. I'm not gonna give up. Mm. You know, to be a soldier, you don't give up. That's right. That's right. You know? Mm-hmm. And then I realized that, you know, that lie, you know, the devil is a liar and he's mm-hmm. the father of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I started digging more into the word and every time I go cut past a certain part of the scripture and it says something about on the word that says uh, about blaspheming the Holy Ghost it'll just, you know I don't know, I just didn't want to go into that area, you know, because it just that devil was just like that's you, that's you you know, stuff like that, you know and I was just basically just condemning, condemning myself at, the, at that time. So I'm glad that <clears throat> I kept on standing for God, mm-hmm. just waiting and waiting and waiting Amen. until, you know, when the words came across, you know, I'm like, well, if God didn't want you, wouldn't you be dead by now? Mm-hmm. You know? Wouldn't you, uh, you know, this, because I started seeing in the word, and started seeing the Lord have pulled me out of that line. I was starting to feel better about myself, feeling confident. But I want to say God, say to God that I love him. Mm-hmm. And he's, Always been the one I've been looking for. Yes. Mm. Uh, Hallelujah. After I knew him, I knew that's what it was. Mm. And the preaching came. Then our lifetime, you know, we come across the edge of eternity like a cliff going over like that, <coughs> you fall into the abyss. Mm-hmm. I wondered, you know, how far, how close did I come, you know? How close did I get to that eternity? Yeah. Now? Mm-hmm. Uh, I wondered, you know, who prayed for me? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Well, that prayer sure didn't help. Amen. Amen. <clears throat> so there's times I uh, 
fell off a building onto my back when I was like maybe seven years old. Knocked the wind out of myself. Nobody around. Trying to grasp for air. That's another. That's one of the times. Choking. Choked on some food and I don't know how it got out, but it got out. <coughs> God saved me again. Amen. 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 So the ones that I remember at, at this point, you know, I know after I I go home, I'll probably remember quite a few more other times that my life could have been taken. But uh, God put me in a place that he knew I would be safe until I got to the point where I would, he would reveal himself to me. to be faithful. Amen. Amen. I want to be an overcomer. Mm -hmm. I am an overcomer now, but you know, I want to be even more steady at being the person God wants me to be. Glad Acts 2.38 came out. Amen. Amen. Repent, be baptized. Every one of you in the name of Jesus for the remission of sins. Mm -hmm. I'm glad the truth came out. The pastor obeyed. He obeyed shared the word of God to me. I never knew that a big God would come down and you know, we could be filled with the Holy Ghost, His Spirit. Yeah. <coughs> when I read that, well, I was like, thankful that you all are all a part of my life. God directed us all here for a purpose to fulfill the calling that we have in our lives. I'm a nobody who knows somebody can see anybody. That's right. Amen. Amen. That's right. Yes. Hallelujah. He's, uh, he's living proof right here. You know? mm -hmm. That's right. I wasn't. You know? 
just a young kid running the streets. Thought I was missing out on things. Breaking into stores, stealing cars. Walking the streets all through the hours of the night. The way I was living, I should have been dead at a young age. But now God has raised me up and called me to be what I am today, a witness, a child of the one true king. I'm thankful for that because to stand here and say that I'm a Christian, That is a good thing. I invite all my friends to seek out seek out your salvation if you're in trembling. Mm -hmm. yep. Because time is getting too short. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's either heaven or hell. That's right. I want to invite all my friends, relatives. Make that choice today. Mm -hmm. The Bible says now is the accepted time. Mm -hmm. yeah. Amen. Amen. Now is the day of salvation yeah. now. We need to make that step forward to live for God. The world has nothing to offer. That's right. God has all to offer. Amen. You have everything to gain, nothing to lose. That's right. With God, all things are possible. Amen. Whatever you whatever you want in God, He'll make a way for you. Yeah. No matter what. I was one of the captives. The Bible says he came to set the captives free. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Glad he came to set the captives free. Amen. 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 
again Sunday morning Sunday school and then Sunday evening brother Craig will be ministering to us again Amen. so I'm looking forward to that Amen. what the Lord is going to be doing praise God uh, I believe I believe they are planning uh, a taco sale coming up here within the next week or so so once the details are out on that, then we'll make the announcement. It's going to be here in Vermillion, so praise God. We'll get that going and get get the list out there for uh, all the food items and all that, and then of course uh, volunteers that want to help. So, Amen. We'll be we'll probably make that announcement Sunday. So we'll do that, and remember to keep Brother Luke Wethy and his church in prayer. Praise God. They, they're they doing okay, but there's of course several others that have been uh, going through this uh, affliction with COVID. I'm glad we know the Lord. Amen. It's, it's something, um, and I, I try not to do too much as far as being distracted by certain things taken place in our country, but just to keep an eye out on, on current events and uh, obviously the media is not putting out the real news. They don't want people to know what's going on, what's happening, but um, there are uh, uh, reports coming from uh, down in Florida and Texas and several other states that uh, people that have been inoculated the second time with the vaccine uh, have been have been and of course not not right when they get their shots uh, it's it's happened you know quite some time after they got their second shot that they're still contracting COVID so obviously something is not working there so that's why I say I'm glad I know the Lord Amen. Lord is good, Amen. <clears throat> and uh, I don't want to forget any of His benefits. That's right. Uh, and He forgive, forgives us our iniquities and heals us of all our diseases. So Amen. We need to stand upon that Amen. word. So I'm glad we know Him, our great physician. So just be in prayer for all those that you know are being afflicted and everything. And remember, remember, if you're not feeling well. Uh, just stay home. Yeah. Praise God. We'll pray for you. Amen. Let us know what's going on and we'll pray for you. But uh, praise God. So just be aware of that. So thank you very much. Thank you everybody for coming tonight. Good to see everybody. We'll see you Sunday morning. God bless you. Good night.